All right, here we go, Shime. Game four, three, two, one. It's time now for the BetQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Oh, the ups and downs of golf betting. Uh, we'll get to the golf and the finish of the PGA Championship in just a couple of minutes. Shime time. Happy Monday, buddy. How are you? I'm good, Mud. You know, uh, some some tough beats yesterday, but we, we live to fight another day. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, Celtics and Heat game four tonight. We'll set the table for that game in a second. How do the people feel? I know you've been on the air for four hours on Monday with the Greg Hill Show, talking to the fine people of Boston. Are people confident in the Celtics tonight? Are they worried? What is the overall feeling consensus of the city heading into this game four based on your show this morning? I think game four, people are relatively confident just because of that 10-0 and off of – or at least 4-0 and off the, in the postseason off of losses uh, for the Celtics this season. Uh, and the last time Jason Tatum had a dud of a game, he came out and scored like 36, 32, 24 in his next three, something like that. So I think a lot of people have confidence going into tonight, but uh, there's a lot of talk or scuttlebutt, if you will, that Jason Tatum, not quite as high-level superstar as we may have hoped. Yeah, uh, we'll tie into one of the bets I have, or one of the only bets that I'm confident about uh, playing here heading into this game four. Uh, The game itself, after that awful, awful game on Saturday night, it opened somewhere around seven. It is now basically six and a half consensusly, uh, consensus wide across the books, excuse me. Money line is minus 270. Uh, Public betting early, uh, 53% of the bets, but only 41% of the money is on the Celtics minus the six. So there's money come in on the heat plus the points, not a surprise there. Uh, money line has gone down to minus 250, 67% of the bets, 54% of the money on the Celtics money line. So again, a little bit more of a sharp money on the heat uh, money line in this situation. Uh, and there's some money on the under 30% of the bets, but only uh, 30% of the bets, 50% of the money is on the under. So that would be a sign that there is some money on the under. The total has basically stayed exactly where it's, I guess, 208 and a half down to 207 and a half. So it's gone down a full point since it started. Um, that's the setup for this game. Things we don't know. Marcus Smart, we think he's going to play, I guess, questionable. Robert Williams, have no idea. Tyler Hero left uh, or after the game had a leg injury of some sort. Uh, Spolster said after the game, Shime, he's questionable. Uh, and then Jimmy Butler is listed as day-to-day. Yahoo and, and Sham saying he probably won't miss the game, but we don't have word yet. And all yeah. of that is... A, a bunch of little injuries that could affect what you think about this game tonight for Game 4. Yeah, so we talked to uh, Jeff Goodman on the Greg Hill Show this morning. I, I, he has led to believe that Robert Williams probably will not play. Uh, he wants Robert Williams to play. Even if you can get 70% of Williams, it just totally means agree. that Daniel Tice isn't on the floor, which is totally exactly agree. what the Celtics want. They don't want Tice on the floor. So we hope Robert Williams plays, but he thinks it's unlikely. And then we're, we're under the impression Marcus Smart's going to play. Like, I, I think that... Seems he is as tough as tough gets. I think Jimmy Butler plays. I think Marcus Smart plays. I bet Tyler Hero probably plays. Kyle Lowry will play again. Like I think for the most part, I know all these guys are listed as questionable. It's probably some of that NFL gamesmanship where they yep. used to just list Tom Brady as probable every single week. Uh, and so I think there's a lot, of, a little bit of that involved in this. Okay, so with, with that as a setup here, we know where the money's come in. We know what the line is right now. Uh, I know you were leaning Celtics money line as a key to – your same game parlay, st- parlay stuff for Game 4. What's your lean now, uh, Monday morning, Game 4 tonight at the Garden? Yeah, um, Marcus Smart's playing. I'm going Celtics minus 6. I think that's uh, – I just I, – I, again, they're, they're 4-0 in the postseason, 10-0 and since January 1st when coming off a loss uh, with this starting five. Like, this team is just – they're so good coming off a loss. They, they, they reach they, – they face adversity, and then they immediately respond and immediately rebound in that following game. Um, and so I am very confident in this Celtics team. Uh, I think minus six is the play. I also really like the over. Again, I, I don't 
understand why this line doesn't move. It has been over three straight times because it has up. been at 206 or 207. It's going to go over again. This line should be at 210. It is not. I'm going to keep hitting the over until they change it. Celtics team total interest you at all tonight? 107, 107 and a half, somewhere around there? Uh, no. I, the, the other bet that did interest me, though, in terms of this game, I did yep. like Celtics in the first half, minus three and a half, um, because I think there's a chance that, you know, they've been a bad third quarter team so far in the playoffs overall. There's a chance that he'd have a good third quarter. And, and so they might, you know, somehow sneak in and cover the six towards the end of the game. But I just think the Celtics come out, at least in the first half for sure, just dominating almost kind of like they did in game two. It's just such a big number. Um, I, I don't love it, but I would be leaning that way. I'm not sure if I'm going to play it at, at the six. I'm much more likely to to build out some stuff with Celtics money line. We should also say, we just found out a little while ago, Scott Foster is one of the three officials in this game. He was an official lined up to be uh, in the Milwaukee Celtics series. He got sick and missed the game. So these first Celtics game since then. Uh, NBA betting people call him the extender because they believe that you know he goes in a series shine with a team trailing to help that team win. As we mentioned last time this came up, the numbers don't back this up. The last 27 games that Scott Foster officiated, uh, in, in the, the team that was trailing in the series, right, when this does not count for an opening game of series shine or a 1-1 series. Yep. But the trailing teams were 13-14 and 14 in those 27 games. So the, the, you're going to see a 19-2 and two stat out there, the 20-5 and five stat out there. Those aren't real stats. If you want to believe that Scott Foster shine is a veteran official who is under the control of the NBA and he's willing to look, you know, do certain things in certain games differently to help the league, okay, fine, you can ride that narrative. But the numbers, okay, the numbers don't back it up, so do not buy into the tweets, the stats, 13-14, and 14, last 27, uh, with his teams trailing in a series, Scott Foster officiating, but you will see a lot of buzz today that Scott Foster is here to extend the series. So I'm, just, I'm putting that out there because I don't want people to be betting the game on the these tweets and stats they see that are not real. They don't exist. Yeah, I, I think that's a good call by you, and, and I'm with you. I, I don't, I, I'm don't. i not going to take that into consideration at all. Good. Uh, I am still just leaning. I, I like Celtics anyways, right? So yep. if, if, I, if that's the case and he does extend it, great. That works in my favor. But regardless of that, I... I've, don't use that in my judgment whatsoever here. Uh, I'm still on the Celtics. You mentioned the Celtics bouncing back. Jason Tatum bounced back in that Buck series. He had a terrible game yes, where he, he had 10 points. The game after he had 10 points, he came back 30-13-5 uh, and five, uh, yeah. with only two turnovers the next game. And that's going to tie into the – I know the, the bet for sure I am playing tonight. It's a prop bet on Jason We're Tatum. We're uh, Mental link here because I uh, have the exact same bet written down. Go ahead. Uh, I have a 38-and-a-half number on points, rebounds, assists. Yeah. I, I love it. I, I am all in on really? this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we obviously don't talk before the show. So go ahead. I'll let you go first. Go. Uh, I just I, there's there's I love the Jason Tatum over on points. I love the the points, rebounds, assist number, and I love the Jason Tatum three pointer three points made because he's not Jimmy Butler. It's not going to be forty points where it's all you know at the free throw line and yeah. driving to the hoop. He's going to hit threes. The last time he had what f- almost fifty points, he hit like seven of fourteen from three, something ridiculous like that. He's going to hit more than three and a half threes if, if he's going over thirty. I think I am relatively confident he has over thirty points tonight. So I like the over on Jason Tatum points. I like the points, rebounds, assist number, and I like the over on Jason Tatum threes. Yeah, it's basically like I've said now for months. I think he's one of the best young players in the NBA. Yep. Uh, we talked yesterday about him have a, a projection to be better than Paul Pierce in his career, and I'm, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. This is a chance to do it. I don't think the stinger was like a legit injury. I think there was a little bit of embarrassment you know, watching back some of that game three. 
uh, and a, a little bit of embellishment for him. I'm sure he was hurt, but the way he reacted there, I think the game was going pretty poorly. I mean, he had more as many turnovers as a, uh, points he had in that game. He was awful. And so you're betting on the Celtics to bounce back at minus 6.5. My way of betting their bounce back is Jason Tatum. Uh, if you go to you know, any of these sites, go to player props, scroll down. It's points, rebounds, assists. Uh, his number is 38.5 right now. Uh, I, I I like the over there. I would not, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes for forty tonight. Just given no, the, not the, at all st- this stage and him taking the the brunt of of what happened. We know Jimmy Butler's going to try to play here, but who knows how healthy he's going to be? I mean, he's dragging his knee around. Jason Tatum theoretically should be able to take advantage of that. You know, he gets shut down by PJ Tucker and Max Struess, the Strudel Man, <laughs> as you called him the other day. So if he plays like that, this bet is dead in the water. If he bounces back the way he bounced back in the Buck series. This thing should cash pretty easily, 38.5. Although, it's, again, it's basketball. We're doing this for fun. But 38.5 points, rebounds, assists. That is my big uh, push today for the player props available mostly anywhere. And around that number, I did not look at FanDuel. I looked at DraftKings. I'm not sure if they're uh, So the number. FanDuel number is actually worse. It's 39.5, and, and it's minus 105. So it's you're not getting anything there. I'm um, seeing 38.5 minus 110 or 115. Here. Yep, I, I love that. I, I also good. think uh, I, I really like some of the specials that DK is offering in this game oh, oh. in regards to Jason Tatum. Uh, Jason Tatum, five or six plus threes made at, at almost five to one. And the one I really, really love though is Jason Tatum, thirty-five plus points and eight plus rebounds at nine to one. I might, I'm gonna dibble dabble on that tonight. Yeah, I know his his rebound projection in some of these sites is very big tonight. I'm not sure what that's tied into, but I've seen you know projections of these systems like eight eight and a half rebounds is a big play for a lot of these places. So I, I hear you on Jason Tatum. So we're on a similar path here. Yep. I'm very in on it, Tatum. You're tying into the Celtics. Uh, you know, we'll see what Lowry impact is here in this game, trying to play now 48 hours after coming back with a hamstring injury. He had a much bigger impact in Game 3 than I thought he was going to have. But like forgetting the betting and the, the games and the props for a second, like this is a must-win for the Celtics. I don't know what the 3-1 numbers are historically in the NBA. but I, I Not that they can't win three in a row. But this feels like a must-win if they want to win this series. Especially because it's not just three in a row. It's two on the road out of the three in a row. And I just – I don't think that's – I don't think that's as likely, especially against a Heat team that was the number one team in the East. Like, it's not like this is some Scrabini team either that you're doing it against. It's the number one team in the East. So I I think you have to win tonight if you want to win the series. If Lowry were to miss for some reason, like if he had a setback off the hamstring or no no Tyler Hero, I would take a look at – they're not posted yet, obviously – you know, what they're going to do with Gabe Vincent. You know, if Hero doesn't go, that can mean more minutes for him off the bench with Lowry starting. If Lowry gets opted out, Vincent will start again. So I, I can't advise those right now because they're not available. Um, and I, I would say the the Williams, if Robert Williams doesn't go, I'd probably look at Al Horford, some of his stuff. Right, Shai? I mean, he would Agreed. probably be in line for more rebounds. In this 100%. Uh, I would say out. Al Horford and, uh, I mean, if you can keep an eye out for Daniel Tice, as weird as oh. it sounds, because <laughs> I not, assume I'm his... not. Don't, do not advise betting Daniel no, no, Tice no, no, props on saying, this podcast. I, hey, I'm saying if Robert Williams is out, he's going to have to be on the floor, and they're going to need at least something out of him if they want to win the game. All right, so Celtics minus the six for Shime. A bunch of different prop bets there, but the big focus for us will be on Jason Tatum, uh, over points for Shime and both of us. Uh, just to the same conclusion, great minds think alike, hopefully, on this. Points, rebounds, assists for Tatum in a huge game for him, his legacy, his stature as a player, and the Celtics down 2-1 in this series, game four, hopefully, at a very, very, very loud Boston Garden tonight. Uh, would have been very loud yesterday if either Mito Pereira or Cam Young <laughs> could have finished the job at the PGA, but uh, we were we were douche. Think, things were going a little bit too well. It, it was We were bound to regress to the mean a little bit yeah. after a very good Preakness day 
Uh, and boy, did it come crashing to a halt in the in the, in the final four <laughs> holes yesterday. Awful what seventeen eighteen for Mito, by the way. <laughs> well, not not only that, but I mean Cam Young at fifty to one. Yeah, he as a double bogey late. He, he did, just bogey that hole. You're in the playoff, Cam. Yep. And then at least got Cam, and, and Cam's in the playoff, and he's got a shot at the thing at fifty to one. But Mito puts in the water. He uh, he just you, it, it felt like that was coming. I'm I, I feel badly for him. Uh, and the the eighty to one ticket, uh, the pizza bunny uh, bet there, but God, that was painful. You that said it yesterday, hour though. Of golf, painful hour of golf. You said it yesterday. You're like young golfer. Anything can happen on the final day <laughs> of the PGA Championship. Oh. He's a young golfer, inexperienced in majors. It was his first oh. PGA Championship, and that's exactly what happened. He had a meltdown. He missed what he missed the uh, the birdie putt on seventeen, which would have yeah. at least given him it, a little room on that double bogey on eighteen, <laughs> that then and put him out of the, the playoff. Tr- Hits the drive in the water. Just hits the like, what are you doing? Water. Just hit. Just you just play and the safe. The swing was awful. The swing. They the replay was so good. It he looked cut, gross. He cut it low. He yep. was. You could tell he was nervous. The nerves finally really got to him there on eighteen. Joaquin Neiman, who was his buddy growing up in Chile, he's there watching the thing. He got his phone out. Like it was. If you I'm rooting for him because we had a bet on him, but just from a human standpoint, boy, tough. I tough. How do you bounce back? How do you bounce back from that shine? Oh, you have to be brutal. you have to be diff- brutal, built differently to bounce back from something like that. So all the all the ideas we had, all the, the, the Scrooge McDuck gift, John, oh, we had all the money that could have been won yesterday. And I, I mean, I think you had some top tens on some of these guys. So I you, did. So I had a top bets. ten on Cam, which hit. I had nice. a top five on uh, Will Zalatoris, which hit. So, uh, so th- those two uh, kind of cashed out and maybe kind of just break over even. So I did. I did say on the podcast yesterday, you asked for a guy to hedge with, and I did say Justin Thomas at twenty five to one. I and and I even said to you it was thirty six to one. On FanDuel, and so I was like, oh, I should probably do that. I didn't. Bad job by me. I got lazy. I got lazy. We had Little League. It was hot. We came home. We had a little mini pool out there. We were so high off of you dominating the Preakness (laughs) and the fact that Cam, Will, and JT were all competing at the end, and it was just like, and Mito, and and we we were were blinded, blinded by our own hubris. One of the rare times I'm going to blame the state of Massachusetts. Yep. We we had live betting available Uh in Mass. If I didn't have to drive 15, 20 minutes to go place a bet, I would have been able to do it. It just got stupid and lazy. It was just so... So dumb. So that didn't work out. Who did work out for real quick? We should. We can't move on without. Yeah. Like Hannibal crushed this. Like I, Hannibal came on and said, uh, and you tweeted about it at uh, Becky yep. Boston. He gave us uh, uh, Justin Thomas as of the favorites, the most likely guy to win that he was due. Um, he gave us Cam Young. He had Willie Zalatoris as one of his picks. Like he, he absolutely knocked it out of the park. Like the three names. Awesome. It's it was crazy to me that the three names that he kind of really focused on when he talked to us finished one, two, three. That's insane to me how spot on he was so uh we are definitely going to have to bring him back when it comes time for the u.s open and i know hannibal's launching his own podcast we will uh, retweet that when i see i know we talked to tom hogue last night uh, top 10 finish after his round for a top 10 at the pga championship but the golf overall was good good experience shine i had a blast are you kidding me i uh I had an absolute blast. I loved watching golf, and I love playing golf. So now being able to tie in my degenerate self into betting on it and watching it, I, it's just it's a it's a whole different ball game now. The sun the Sunday sweat is wild. Oh, golf. So the fun. Sunday sweat. It's so good. It's gonna be a fun summer. 
Uh, Prince of Pucks, I know at least got one leg on my parlay home. How did the rest of the parlay do yesterday? Uh, so if you went money line parlay, we went two or three. We missed on the Hurricanes, unfortunately. If you went with the uh, Shimes girlfriend yelled at him parlay, uh, we missed on the <laughs> we missed on the over in Edmonton and uh, Calgary. Uh. So we hit on the Edmonton money line that cash. That was my favorite play of the day, yep. um, which we had talked about. And then uh, we absolutely cashed on the uh, Lightning money line as well yeah. because they got- they won clearing away. We got that early in the day. So there are two games today, Prince of Bucks. You got, you're back on track here. What do we have for these two games? Yeah, so uh, T- Tampa Bay's playing again tonight. Uh, the, the NHL did something weird what, where, they, yeah, they were, Tampa, Florida, normally if you played every other day, would have played Friday, uh, sorry, Saturday and then Monday. Instead, they didn't play Saturday and they played Sunday, Monday. I didn't look up why. I assume there was probably a prior engagement at the Tampa Bay Arena on Saturday, and so they had to push the NHL game to Sunday. Um, but even still, they're playing again tonight. Tampa Bay and Florida. I'm going Tampa Bay minus one and a half. Doesn't that favor the, favor the home team? There, uh, of course it right does. I mean, granted, it's you know Florida. To, it's the you know Miami to Tampa. But even still, it's travel. Um, and, and, by, and I'm looking at it right now. I mean, 94 percent of the money is on the puck line minus one and a half Lightning. 83 percent of the money line money, which is only 125. Yeah, uh, injected into my veins. Here. I am. I, mean, they, yeah. I am betting okay. this puck line at plus. You get it at plus, almost plus 200. You're almost getting it at two to one that the Lightning win by a goal and a half. They have dominated the series three games. They have covered that goal and a half. I'm pretty sure in at least two or three. It might have been all three. Uh, they are going to win this game. It's not even going to be close. Give me Tampa Bay minus one and a half tonight. All right, how about your Avalanche? They're at the Blues tonight. I'm seeing uh, you know, uh, money line of minus 155 for the on-the-road Avalanche. It's getting bet into, by the way. 57% of the bets and almost 80% of the money is on the Avalanche on the road, 930 tonight as a minus 155 money line. Play. Yeah, I hate being with the people and the money, but I am also on the Avalanche minus one and a half, and there's a simple reason. It's simple analysis. Jordan Bennington injured, out for the series. I'm going Avalanche. It's not that hard. Uh, this team is one of the best offensive teams in, in hockey. It's it's the Avalanche and the Edmonton Oilers, in my opinion, that are two, the two best offensive teams in hockey. And, uh, I, I mean, you saw it. As soon as Bennington went out in that last game, Colorado started racketing the goals. They ended up winning 4-1. to one. And I think you're going to see something very similar tonight. I'm going Colorado uh, minus 1.5 there on that puck line. Prince of Pucks on Tampa and on the Avalanche tonight. Red Sox are off. They're in Chicago for the uh, couple games this week, then back home against Baltimore. Trevor Story. Uh, had a home run yesterday, so that easily covered the one and a half total bases. And team total goes over. Thank you, blown save. Bingo. And Hansel Robles. Thank you, Thank Hansel you, Robles. Cordero. Yes. Uh, the grand slam late. You got the over four and a half in extra innings, right? Yeah, cashed it. It was awesome. I texted you as soon as Hansel Robles gave up that home run. I go, all right, we're live, live. boys. And now uh, Franchi Cordero came through with extras. I was, I was thrilled. It's funny. Uh, before we get out of here and, and tell you how you can help out this podcast, we I, Joe Ostrowski, one of my, I wouldn't say a friend, but he works at uh, BeckQL. I went on their show on Odyssey and gave out that trifecta yep. on their show on Friday. He was nice enough to be like, oh, Mutt retweeted it and said, Mutt, winners left and right, like free winners everywhere. And it's funny. We got a tweet back like a day later. And someone's like, let's pump the brakes here on that, quote, free winners, zero dollars part. Mutt does a good job on the air, is a fan of the sport, in this case, horse racing and mix it into his show appropriately. No one is retiring and making a living following him to the windows. I just want to say this guy's a 1,000% right. I, we are doing this recreationally, and I, you, people were having fun with this. I am not trying to retire on my picks. I know nope. Shyman's not trying to retire on our picks. I know this guy's being very serious with it, but I took it as a very funny tweet. Like There are people out there that really think we are trying to tell people that we are somehow sports betting, handicapping experts. We're not. That's, that, that, I hope we're not giving off that vibe on this show, which is every single day, 
but it is not here to be like the sports advisors uh, advising you to bet all your investments in the picks we make on this show. That, no, I had someone yell that, at me. Right, yeah, hundred percent. I had someone yell at me in the Twitch chat this morning on the morning show uh, that because uh, I'm I'm like nineteen and sixteen on on the Greg Hill show on the Hammer the Shime, uh, which is technically. 50 it's like 55 percent or some 54.8 percent whatever which is those, technically if positive minus, if all those are minus 110 then you're about break even yes they're plus it, money on those then you're winning money exactly and and so the i and i said that to him and he had no idea and it's like it's this weird thing where people don't know that and that's all i care about i want to all i want to do as a relatively uh, normal degenerate gambler i just want to try and win even slightly i think the the actual line the actual percentage number is 52.4% breaks even at a minus 110 across the board yep if that's the case i'm happy being right at 52.5 i'm good with that i, I would I, I would take that too i, I would I take wanna... 52.3 if i'm only losing a little bit of money because it, for me it's fun it's the adrenaline. I get to do it with you, and I get to do it with my other buddies. And it's like I just—it's something I enjoy, and I like talking about. I, I like talking about it first and foremost. And I'm trying to make smart bets and try to avoid making dumb ones. And I yep, feel like talking 100%. about this stuff and on a daily basis is helping me do that and in a, get a position where whether it's you know, uh, you know the, the, the under in a Celtics game or the run line in a baseball game or the Preakness, and you have a big opinion and you put the work in, like you. When you feel like you have the opinion, that's when you got to crush their souls. Because a lot of the bets you you're go. making, they're probably a coin flip, and you're you're paying the vig for a coin flip. When you got an opinion, whether it's an opinion you got from this show or another betting website or your own opinion, like, I think you have to hammer that. And I I I think I'm trying to get that into my betting more. Is not treat every bet the same. Bet a little bit when I, I'm trying to you know have it action wise. But when I have like a real opinion and I want to you know send it in. Like that, you have the confidence to do so. so I, and I, I look, I look to someone who is far more of a professional gambler than I probably will ever be, and that's someone like Warren Sharp, right? Who says when his models and his numbers and everything he believes tells him a certain thing, he heavily invests in in that bet. And then otherwise, if he sees quote unquote value, that's where it's a you know maybe I'm going to put a little bit here. It's not going to be a full unit. Hell, it, it's probably not even going to be a half a unit sometimes. But I'm going to put a little bit over here just in case because I I think there is value here. And so, like, that's kind of what I try to do, right, is I try to mirror that. And when my research and my uh, thought processes indicate something and I have a strong conviction in a certain direction, I'm going to invest in that conviction. And then otherwise, when I tell you, when I see Jason Tatum is, you know, plus 35 points is, is 9 to 1 or whatever, uh, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to put a, a, a 10 spot on that just to just to see what happens. Yeah, so to people tweeting at me saying I'm not helping me reti- retire, you're absolutely right. Yep. Correct. This 100%. is not this is not an investment podcast where you should be investing any sort of real money uh, in these picks. So uh, if you have ideas of what uh, games you like, what you like here tonight, let us know on Twitter at BetQL Boston. Uh, I can always really, 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 really help us out whether you are retiring or not uh, on these picks. Uh, follow, subscribe to the show, iTunes. Uh, Odyssey app and the uh, Spotify as well. Rate and review, Shime. All those things are huge for us and the show. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So please do. We will take all all possible reviews, good, bad, or ugly. Uh, okay. All right. We got Celtics the Garden tonight. I'll be in with uh, the afternoon show all week. So we'll be at West End Johnny's. Come say hello. Uh, right in the shadow of the Garden as we get set for what should be a knock on wood, uh, a bounce back game for not only the Celtics but Jason Tatum. And all his prop numbers here tonight. Shime, good luck. We'll talk tomorrow, buddy. Thanks, Mike. Talk to you then.